This week's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Gamefly, and you listeners can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime and get a free month worth of Gamefly. Happy Black Friday, everybody. We're broadcasting from down in the Totino's Pizza Cave, where <laughs> monsters made of cheese, oven grease, and skin diseases prowl endlessly searching for cruel revenge or great deals on a new TV. I just stepped <laughs> on a pregnant woman. <laughs> <laughs> Human life is insignificant on Black Friday. Deals, deals, deals. Oh, shit. We found a Dorito sword. <laughs> I saved $20 on Dishonored 2. What have you done with your life? Half off Nerds Rope. <laughs> uh, welcome to Video Game Apocalypse, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here with me? Uh, Christopher Caver of Hips on Old Ladies on Black Friday. <laughs> Antista. Thank you. Right. I'm Dave Random Game on Sale at Old Navy Every Year Ruddin. And special guest... Heidi Kemps of Gaming.moe, patreon.com slash zero chan, where you get better content than you would get at Walmart for <laughs> very, very, very small amounts of money. Hey, Moe. Yes. <laughs> I had to do it. Oh, oh man. So, uh, yeah, it's we're recording this before Thanksgiving, so we're still pumped full of holiday yeah. excitement instead of uh, downtrodden from having spent a whole day I with our parents. I can't imagine there'll be more horrible news in between now and Friday. But uh, you know, Never say never. Yeah, but you'll never get to talk to your never. relative that voted for Trump. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Thankfully, they're all dead. Uh. Really? Seriously? It's great. <laughs> all the ones who voted for Trump <laughs> are dead? Conspiracy. Open an investigation! <laughs> Please. <laughs> that was that was serious. Fine, yes, they're dead and they voted for. Please, just any investigation. Not you too, Snowball. Uh, <laughs> just trying to keep that out of yes. the fun discussions. <clears throat> really, we trying. made it three whole yeah. minutes. So yeah. 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 <laughs> Good work, Chris. I, I swear to God, I am. But that's that's how much it weighs on me. Oh. What are you going to do? Well, do? let's let's focus on abject consumerism this week. We've got a very Black Friday show for you. Uh, this is a topic that Dave suggested. <laughs> what, Dave? Dave, you want to introduce us? Uh, well, yeah, since it's Black Friday and uh, many of us will be visiting various merchants, uh, uh, salespeople, yes. uh, mm-hmm. I guess is the modern term for it. Uh, I thought, and, and we've we've done a couple previous Thanksgiving ones, like last year we did top five malls, but this year I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, something else consumer based, top five mm-hmm. uh, salespeople slash merchants in video ah, games. Yes. People, and these are all people you actually have to buy stuff from. Yeah. These aren't just like, hey, I'm a merchant, how you doing? Yeah, not your random just person behind like a table in an RPG right, that just yeah. says, buy some, like, enjoy, mm-hmm. buy, please. No, no these, are, these, these have voices or songs yeah. or something. These are merchants with fucking personalities. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Good and bad. Tons of flair. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, layers of flair. They've got the... Yeah, good sales skills. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're memorable enough that you'd go back to them. Yeah, well, let's jump in with... Number five. I'm a weapons wholesaler. All shapes, all sizes. But there's no need to worry, because all my shit's been laundered. Laundered. 
I don't understand. <laughs> it's not a Metal Gear quote if it doesn't have Solid Snake repeating Laundry. a word as a question. Was was is he like the guys in uh, Office Space and just doesn't know what laundered is? Laundered. No, he's, he's more like a fucking like old hype man yeah. that just screams the last word of everybody's <laughs> sentence. Well, you, you guys know that who that is, right? No. No, I, I, I'll let the man himself explain. You can call me Drebin. Drebin. <laughs> yeah. Frank Drebin. <laughs> there are more of you all over the world. Not that I ever met any of them personally. Me, I'm Drebin number 893. Yeah, I'm Leslie Nielsen. So, so here's a <laughs> question. It. It, sounds like, it sounds so much like Tyler's blues man that he's now uncomfortable doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so Drebin is like... You know just one Drevin, I guess, or or, or the various times you meet Drevin. No, in Metal Gear Solid Mm. Four, it's one Drevin who just follows you around because Mm. he implants you with nano machines so that he can be wherever you are. Uh, He's a very strange and enigmatic character. He shows up, gradually explains bits and pieces about himself, and uh, has a monkey that follows him around in a diaper, smoking a cigarette, which is those are all perfectly normal things for a monkey. Yes. Go on. Get your ass back inside. Now! I have you. That's his catchphrase. I have you, but I is spelled E-Y-E for some reason. And the monkey likes soda, right? The monkey, they they both love soda. Okay. And yeah, the monkey's always drinking soda. It's always smoking, and Drebin keeps trying to keep it from smoking, especially inside their APC that they travel around in. Uh, I wonder if he'd be upset by the new soda tax, him and his monkey. Probably. Yeah. I mean, as, as as merchants, they probably understand the tax, but mm-hmm. uh, also hate it. But, I mean, it's explained at the end, spoiler alert, that... Uh, yeah, the bag will be ten cents. He drinks <laughs> he drinks soda all the time <laughs> because he, he's... He Nanomachines? He breathes through his skin? Yes. <laughs> He can't, Wait, well, really? he, can't, he can't drink alcohol because uh, the thing with nanomachines is that they break down the alcohol before it gets you drunk, so there's no point. Oh, so there's no point. Exactly. Okay, so it doesn't yeah. hurt his nanomachines. That's why no, nobody no, no. drinks O'Doul's. So he, like, he's just like drinking straight out of a champagne bottle at the end. He could inject it into his heart, I, I assume. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm unclear on how nanomachines work. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, because they're fictitious. Yeah. I, I do love that in the last game, nanomachines also explain why the guy who shits his pants in every game is secretly like one of the biggest yes. heroes. Because yes. he's the only one who like doesn't have nanomachines. Uh-huh. Like, he's just doing this. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's just he's got diarrhea all yeah. the time. He's going in bareback <laughs> to every situation. So, like, here's a question that just occurred to me. Uh-huh. Like, so has anyone just taken a look at David Hayter's lines throughout the Metal Gear Solid series and figured out which percentage of them are just like one-word questions? Huh. Well, what what are Yes. Metal Solid Gear or Solid Gear Metal. It's a, a YouTube video, and it's just part of it is highlighting every time he does that. Ah, nice. A weapon. Metal Gear. A weapon to surpass Metal Gear. Love. A walking tank. Action button. What? Wait, so does the monkey also have nanomachines? Uh, I don't know. One assumes maybe it maybe it helps him smoke better. Monkey smoke better. <laughs> he's, he's like a hairless monkey too, so it's uh, extra weird. Like that extra layer of strangeness. <laughs> and also that they're in the desert all the time, and the, the monkey needs a diaper. I guess it's because mm-hmm. he's in that tank all the time, and you yeah. don't want to get shit in the tank. But it's like when he's outside, let him shit where he wants. Well, yeah, shit but where then he, he wants. You know, you know what monkeys do with shit? They throw it. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You don't want Which him would having be that access. A great stealth mechanic. Mm-hmm. Like you're about to be seen, have the monkey throw shit in, yeah. in, oh, the, shit. in the face. It's like uh, having D horse uh, shit in Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, which I don't remember what that was for, other than like grossing soldiers out. Yeah, and, like, America's entertainment. And like knocking a soldier out, putting the horse atop it. Yeah, horse shits oh, on the person. Nice, nice. Yeah. I, I would, I would have. Uh, like I've, I've seen like videos with people just lying face <laughs> up underneath the horse and having yeah. him shit on them on, on snake and like snake. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Come on, come on. And and snake just, rolls around in the shit. And... I just saw the documentary on uh, John McAfee. He he was into that too. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I never knew how to do that properly, but it turns out hammocks. There's Can't come unless a horse is shitting on your, me. Your favorite wait. pioneer of antivirus software loves being shit in the face. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Gringo. I'm, it's I'm it. sure this is somehow libelous. For, yeah. for, no, not, for totally not me, but somebody who might want to explore this someday. <laughs> if you're in the ha- do you want to be in the hammock or do you want the shitter to be in the hammock? Oh, we all know women would way prefer to be titty fucked. I know yeah. everything about all the sex. <laughs> all wait, the sex. You said hammocks are the key to to scat. Yes. But is it the key for the pe- person to be shit on but to be in a hammock? Or you've clearly never thought about this. No. Can you bench press your girlfriend? No. Hammock. I always thought it was just a, a clear glass table. <laughs> that's the key. I guess that's just. Well, no. that's that's just if you want to see it. Yeah, that's not if you want it on. That you. is for an. I apologize so for my worst. So do you cut pussies. a hole. You cut a hole in the hammock. I would assume. They. That's what. They, that's well, what most hammocks have holes in them. Yes, and oh, butts. Like they're net. They're made of netting and mm. butts. You don't yes. have to carve another hole in the butt. And then you're right near a tree, so it's like easy fertilizer. <laughs> exactly. You guys are horrifying, Heidi. No, let's, this guy's smart. Let's bring it back to Drebin. Their number one priority is to eliminate some guy on sight. A guy named uh, Solid Snake. Solid Snake. But from where I'm sitting, Old Snake seems a little more appropriate. Uh, old, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least it had a different inflection. Uh, so versatile that That was a very peanuts like. Oh, and uh, you listeners brought dude. me around. I'm not a hater, hater. Mm-hmm. I think it is. That is the voice of Solid Snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter what, no matter how good or bad, it's really fun to make fun of. But I do not mm-hmm. want to be a hater, hater. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I also really want Konami to remaster uh, Metal Gear Solid Three for current gen because uh, I would love to play through that game again without having to wait through the 20-30 minute load times uh, in between oh, episodes. Yeah. That was I'll no speak for mild experience when they do remaster it. They're not paying Keith for Sutherland again. Man. I don't know. <laughs> you may be a hater, non-hater mm-hmm. but I am a Kiefer keeper. I think you should keep <laughs> being in the games. So. I don't want to hear shit from you Kiefer queefers. <laughs> but uh, Drebin is uh, he? He's useful in that he sells you guns, which you're not supposed to be able to get because, uh, like in in this future, all the guns are keyed to like the nano machines yeah. carried by different PMCs. They have like DNA locks, and he launders them so that uh, they can be used by anybody. Uh, in Ray, you, and so he he's where you get all your guns if you're no if you if you're one of those weird Metal Gear players who doesn't just carry. The tranquilizer yeah. pistol, and that's all you ever that's, need. Why well, I'm not as familiar with him as I like thought I would be, because yeah. he's yeah, he's for the person who's playing this game like an action game, which like they made Metal Gear Solid Four a little bit more conducive to that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But as if you watch our Metal Gear Solid Five stream, I'm very adamant about trying to be stealthy. But uh, that's something I've changed on streams nowadays. Yeah. So don't worry. it's but, less uh, interesting to watch on streams. Yes, yeah. but it was especially cool. with the Sonic Two, just streamed and uh, being a very selfish Sam mm-hmm. and playing on the game stream as if it were this is my game. No, I'm a, I'm a this selfish, is not your playthrough. I'm a selfish Sam when I play Splinter Cell. I'm a, uh, <laughs> I'm a selfish. But you snake did. You did on, play. Uh, you couldn't get past it in Dishonored, so you you ditched your Corvo playthrough and played mm-hmm. as Emily. Yeah. 
because so there's two different mm, people. So yes. I was like, ah, oh, there's the one for uh, stealth, and there's the, the one for one stream. It's like how it, when everyone plays a. Uh, or when a lot of people play uh, Mass Effect, they're like, "Oh, I'll be Paragon male, uh, mm-hmm. the other thing female." I forget. I forget what Renegade. Can, Renegade. I yeah. see. I'm so. I'm such a good boy. I forget what the bad. <laughs> I'm a Lorenzo Lamas fan, so I'll never forget <laughs> Renegade. Yeah, you, you can play a high or low chaos with either, just to clarify. But yeah. it's it's just easier to do one or the other. Yeah, exactly. On you pick. That's yeah. Uh, right. Anyway, let's. I think we've exhausted Drebin, So number four. Remember, I'll always be supporting you from afar. Your afro's a tight squeeze for me. Uh, Heidi, you suggested this one. Ah, uh, yes, this is Chocolina from the Final Fantasy XIII sequels. Yeah. I'm Chocolina, super time-traveling sales girl! I should make myself a cape, just like a real superhero. Uh, <laughs> your voice acting is like right on the line between uh, funny and really annoying. It's, it's, it's right on the line between like sexy and like old lady June Foray from the Looney Tunes cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> and nowhere is that clearer than in this clip. Sylvester, come inside and let me work those balls. <laughs> <laughs> Did she just like quake, drop quake, 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 quake. like a bunch of uh, gems or something in that scene? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I definitely hear the Chocobo theme in the yeah. background. Chocolina is a uh, a merchant who appears throughout the two Final Fantasy thirteen sequels. 13-2 and, and Lightning, uh, Returns. Lightning Returns. And also... Uh, She's in World of Final Fantasy yeah, as well. Yeah, but the, the character name. in there is Chocolate. Yes. Mm. Who, who has a yellow Chocobo outfit, whereas Chocolina's is, is red. So Chocolate works at Starbucks, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tiny and wears glasses for some reason, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, Chocolina wears very little clothing, has uh, big no. red in wings over his, her arms. Yeah, I know, <laughs> no. right? Getting into spoilery territory, Spoilers. she also has a secret origin. <gasps> when I got washed away by the waves of time, I made a wish. I couldn't do anything as a tiny little chocobo. I was completely helpless. What? So I wished to be granted the power to help others like they've helped me. The goddess gave me this body that allows me to exist everywhere. I realize this is just a costume. This body is merely a paradox, born from a distortion in time. <laughs> Sell me the phoenix <laughs> down, lady. Yeah. <laughs> kind of heavy all of a so sudden. So on what date do you have to tell your partner, I used to be a chocobo? <laughs> I ain't dating no ch- chocobo mudblood. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Y'all been dishonest with your origins. So wait, does this count as bestiality or no? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Let me check with DeviantArt for for thirty minutes. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be back yes, in a little bit. Checking with my own personal set of <laughs> ethics. Uh, you call it bestiality. I call it love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but Chocolina again. Big spoiler here for those of you who uh, really want to trek through a Saz side. Am I pronouncing it right? Saz Zaz 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 a Zaz side quest in Final Fantasy thirteen two. Uh, she is not just any chocobo turned into a human. Oh, it's the one in his hair? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I <laughs> yeah, didn't get wow. that far in either of those awful games. <laughs> well, now you know. Nice. But she shows up constantly, uh, often expressing confusion to sell you things and saying things like, Oh, I don't know how I got here. Buy some stuff for me and then let's find our way out. <laughs> I forgot that Final Fantasy Thirteen had a character with an afro and the chocobo was in the afro. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... Having a game it's with just two like four boring white dudes is kind of a progressive move. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yes, a, a guy who's dating a <laughs> At chicken. At least they're not being racist anymore. <laughs> a man dating a chicken. Yes, the gonzo of Final <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd love Zaz, though. Love yeah, Zaz. He's pretty cool. Uh, do we have anything else to say about Trickle? <laughs> I, yeah, I would, I would just really like to plug a video we just put up on our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash Laser Time. Did you see it, Michael? I didn't. It was uh, Tell me about it. it. It was something like Brett had to tell me about, and I, I guess I'm not that versed in all Final Fantasy games, but every single official logo contains giant spoiler elements for the game really? or like main characters, and like it's Brett breaking down the logo of every game with a little bit of yeah. speculation. Because every Final Fantasy game has that, like, the white background, yeah. black title, and then some sort of like a illustration thing. behind and, and it. And like it, it, like it, I've looked at them for years and yeah. always assumed they were unimportant. But after you play them, like yeah. that's very important to the, the game. Is the logo is telling you what mm-hmm, you're going yeah. to encounter? Yeah. Well, I remember there was a big kerfuffle over Final Fantasy VIII's logo mm-hmm. because it had a character with short hair and a character with long hair who were silhouetted. And I think the only character who had long hair that had been revealed up to that point was Laguna Lore. So people were like, oh, it's going to have the first gay romance hmm. in Final Fantasy. Laguna and Squall are going to go at it. And yeah, that was like a, a brief rumor mill thing. And uh, it, it sparked. I, rem- I remember like that was like the first argument that I remember seeing about like whether or not characters were gay and, and how headcanon counted toward that. And yeah. It's a crazy time that Ask Jesus came out. Yeah, back in the nineties, we were all using Alta Vista. It was a different time. Hot spot, baby. It's <laughs> a dog uh, pile guy myself. I'm gonna like oh, that. All right, like us. Moving on. Number three. <laughs> That's all I'm giving you to go on. Just because <laughs> there's not a lot of sounds for this character, unless you you also count. <laughs> Ah, mm. it's the uh, mask salesman. Yes, yes. the yes. happy ah. mask salesman from uh, Ocarina of Time. That's and more dialogue. Majora's mask. Yeah. That's more dialogue than anyone spoken dialogue than anyone gets in uh, the <gasps> Nintendo sixty four uh, yeah. games. <laughs> but he does. Oh. He does have that great line. I was that you've met with a horrible fate, fate haven't, haven't you? you? Yeah. That then like form the uh, the basis for that great uh, ma- haunted Majora's Mask cartridge creepypasta. Yeah. I still want to do that, turn that into a Halloween special. Yeah. So cool. Dave, you were the one who, who suggested this. And there, there's like, obviously a lot of uh, merchants in Zelda. There's there's Thank Beetle with you. his... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you! And and interestingly, uh, in he's, he shows up again in Skyward Sword, this mm-hmm. time huh. uh, in a floating house that he keeps aloft with a bicycle, Fine. and he keeps <laughs> keeps complaining that uh, man, I have to yeah. I have to pedal extra hard with your extra weight in here, but that's okay, just buy something. And if you leave without buying anything, he yells at you and uh, drops you out of a trap door. <laughs> so <laughs> get fucked. Yeah, Flying House, exactly. by the way, is also the greatest anime that ever existed. Oh, if you like if you like your Jesus I cartoons, do, I do. I, I like the Christian Broadcasting Network paying Japan to make to make propaganda. Jesus, I gotta shut up. Yeah. So uh, just keep going to these dark places. <laughs> uh, so the Happy Mask Salesman, originally sort of a creepy but otherwise nondescript character in in Ocarina of yeah. Time, he sells you masks and there's actually like a like, storefront and all that. Yeah, and oh, he he gives you masks, and your job is to go out and sell them to the right people, yeah. and then give him the money, and then he'll give you. It's it's like selling grit, 
door to door, you know, for those of you who what? are over 40. It's uh, like, you know, you know, he's an Amway person. They You're say. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 40, not 80. You don't remember Grits. <laughs> what the fuck? I used to read old comic books, too. Yeah, I, that's the only way, the reason I know about what Grit is. That's that the is only like reason pyramid, anyone knows about it. Jesus. It's like a pyramid scheme, but it only goes down. It was, uh-huh. it was that, like, Olympia sales club thing for the, no, uh, no, the greatest uh, generation. Grit, for those of you who've seen the ad and don't know what it is, is a, a newspaper for farmers. That you were supposed to sell in rural areas. Rural areas. Which, by the way, are more important than where people live, and they deserve more electoral vote power. Uh, (laughs) Chris. Chris. (laughs) But the mask salesman shows up as a very mysterious figure in uh, Majora's Mask. He's just there. He has all these masks that have actual magic powers. And uh, he, when you're when you're stuck as uh, Deku Scrub, he teaches you how to get the mask off by immediately just materializing a gigantic organ and playing this song. It's a song of healing, which is also the theme song that plays when he shows up at the start of the game. And uh, he tasks you with going out and recovering Majora's mask, which was stolen by Skull Kid. And uh, kind of weird that he says, like, oh, I have to leave in three days, so please find it before then. And three days is when the world ends, uh, unless you manage to find the mask. Yep. Yeah. Or he's, he's just not sharing it with anybody. Or he's actually Satan. <laughs> That's possible. It is too. weird how like two kind. Is that not, like a game theory video or something? Probably. I think that I, I did see one thumbnail that was like uh, happy mask vendor uh, pure evil theory. Like yeah. I wonder if like the the reason that the happy mask salesman and Skull Kid have such like major roles in Majora's Mask after having just kind of like. Brief appearances in Ocarina of Time is just because Nintendo was that adamant about, like, we have to recycle so much of this game to make a new one on the same console. Like, Mm -hmm. reuse these characters from the last game. Yeah, reuse everything, just recast them in different roles. Yeah. And uh, he's he's good and creepy. Let's use him all the time. Anyway. I uh, I did read on the uh, Wikia page uh, for it, Henry, uh, Bob, thank like you. Uh, powered by Phantom. Uh, I read it on the Wikia page. Uh, that, <laughs> that, he's parsh- that he may be influenced, like his design may be influenced by Shigeru Miyamoto. He's got that haircut and the constant smile all the time. Because I've never seen Miyamoto mad. <laughs> <laughs> Google search it. You won't find anything. Yeah, he, he the mask salesman does get kind of mad. Like if you go to him, uh, like in in Ocarina without ha- without his money. If you've sold the mask but spent the money, then he gets kind of pissed and tells you to to leave and not come back until you have the money. But uh, anyway, you're all losing interest in looking. I, at your I phones. literally just googled Miyamoto mad and I can't find anything. <laughs> He's still smiling. He's never angry. Come on, yeah, his chin should be permanently affixed to his Adam's apple. <laughs> It's it's when he smiles the widest that you know he's furious. <laughs> yeah, if sooner or later when he, when we elect him president next time, we'll understand what a vendetta he's holding mm-hmm. over no one buying Wii music. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Number two. Fuck in retrospect, that did not need to be so long. No, 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 no. I, thought, but I, I did, thought we had to start talking yeah. about news. <laughs> uh, 
what, what was I, I feel like I recognize that. It's from Animal Crossing. Oh, I fucking hate that. Who's one. who's the boss merchant of Animal Crossing all the time, every uh, game? Tim and Tim Nock? Yes, Tim yes. Nock. Mm-hmm. Tom Nook. The merchant slash uh Creator of the housing crisis. Yeah, yes. mer- merchant slash moneylender slash landlord. Uh, he's basically the company store. And uh, everything you do in Animal Crossing is just to pay him bells. I, I remember that when I when I was applying at Games Radar, one of the reasons I liked it, it sounds like a very Michael line. Mm-hmm. It was somebody writing about Animal Crossing. It was a group feature. And it was it was something about how the closest thing Animal Crossing has to the man is a raccoon wearing an apron, <laughs> and, and I was like, "That's a fucking fantastic line." Yeah, I don't know if I wrote that. Or I don't, I, it, it, there was a bunch of other people there. Hmm. It could have been Brett too. Could have been or Chris Shan. But yes, he's he's a raccoon wearing an apron. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as you arrive in Animal Crossing, doesn't matter which game, he he shows up and said, "Hey, I built your house. You owe me a bunch of money." Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's always some ridiculous sum. You pay him. Off in installments, and when you finally do, he comes and uh, just builds an addition onto your house, mm-hmm. and then you owe him more money. And I think in New Leaf they made it optional so that like he'll only build it when well, you yeah, give him permission. Him. Yeah, you, uh, you have to he, ask him. It's really creepy in New Leaf, just because like oh, yeah. he's such like a fucking mortgage salesman. Well, he's he's wearing a, a sweater yeah. in New Leaf, so that's how you know you can't trust him. And <laughs> he's he's turned over the running of the shop <laughs> to his. Uh, are they his kids? Yes. Yeah. Keeping it in the family. No conflict of interest. I'm glad that it's Nintendo finally included Tom Nook consent in the game. He won't build the thing unless you tell him to build the thing. That's Tom Nook laughing, by the way. Ah. <laughs> ha ha. Every, every game. Ha ha, you're like, deep in debt now. Ha 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 ha. He sounds like sick Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you should imagine him. Though he I makes do... jokes about how much money you owe. I, I wish there were more events in my life that made me as happy as the villager is when he pays off a Tom Nook loan. Because whenever you do it, he just does that little like dance in the middle of the post office. Like that never happens to me. Well, if, uh, if you've ever things made me feel like that. if you've ever paid off a really big loan, like a car loan, like it feels really good. Yeah, so you but then there's a new loan right around the corner. And a preview to the Black Friday deals we have coming up in the next segment. Mm. Uh, Almost every retailer uh, will pay you to take Tom Nook Amiibos out of the store. (laughs) Clear space for things that will sell. Um, yeah, they're wearing that. They're wearing that friggin' sweater vest. So like, eh, eh, eh. whatever you want, I'll sign anywhere. Uh, And and heels like that. What is that? A timpani that plays with him? It's from the DS. That's like four different crappy instruments playing right there. <laughs> it, it really does sound like an old, drunk Japanese anime character. <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Let me see his nutsack. <laughs> I don't believe you're a Japanese raccoon until I see your yeah, nutsack. Is he, is he a raccoon or a ten- tanuki? That's a good question. They're different? Well, yes. I would assume a tanuki because Tom Nook. Oh, yeah. shit, dog. Duh. 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 <laughs> you're right. Dave is smart. Well, Shit Dog is smart. a different village. He's not just slinging Barnes & Noble tablets. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real Tanuki. <laughs> uh, let's all teach our villagers to swear. Anyway. <laughs> there's really only one that could occupy this slot. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. What are you buying? Game deals this yes. week are... Oh, what? wait, what? <laughs> wow, you're like the Manchurian candidate. <laughs> 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 ah, I'll buy... 
buy it at a high price. <laughs> that is, of course, the merchant from Resident yeah. Evil 4. Which he, says, even when he, won't. he says that even when he won't. And yeah, again, our yeah. YouTube channel, we have a, we're embarking on a full RE4 playthrough. And uh, Brett will not. Brett has a giant fish in the suitcase that he will not sell. Yes, yeah, a giant bass. <laughs> you know why he won't sell it? Not enough cash, stranger. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't even he, he make sense. He's called him the merchant, right? Yeah, yeah. he's just the merchant. Just the he merchant. doesn't have a name. Uh, he speaks in a Cockney accent where everyone else is Spanish. Oi! Uh, he's clearly a ganado, but he he'll, he'll help you anyway. The the ganados are the you know, he's a ganado. He's one of us. Hey, yeah, he's a ganado. Los hey. ganados. The, uh, they're the they're the non zombies in Resident Evil Four. Everybody has the weird parasites in their heads, and because uh, you can kill him, and he doesn't have the parasites. Well, you can kill him, and, and then I think he'll just show up again later, but not oh, in that same spot. <laughs> yeah. I think we, we did encounter a spot in the game, yeah. much like a Starbucks, where you can see a merchant from another merchant. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. With a scope. So they, they might be a network of merchants. They mm. might just be one guy who keeps showing up, and you weren't supposed to see I'll that. I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger. Stranger. Uh, uh, it does remind me of one of my all-time favorite uh, Mega64 videos. Where mm-hmm. there, uh, like Rocco, he like he walk, he goes around some like San Diego shopping center, and only saying merchant lines and opening up his jacket. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you buy? <laughs> like like uh, pizza <laughs> in like, the market for penis. <laughs> he's like I'll go, buy it go at a high price. No, <laughs> you want it's my lunch. Goes to a, like an ice cream store. What are you selling? What are you selling? <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that's the one they got the cops called yeah, on. Yeah, and then the end is, you are arrested. Yes. <laughs> Instead of you are dead. Uh, got a selection of good things on sale, stranger. Good things. It, it's weird that at the end he's not like, he's still calling you stranger. Like, come on, we spent mm-hmm. like the last he's, 8 to 12 hours, depending on the difficulty level, together. I have, I have given you a not insubstantial amount of money <laughs> yeah. here, bro. I sold you a beer stein, and I found all the jewels to put in the beer stein. So. <laughs> we're we're on a first name basis now. As we're replaying it, and, and yes, you sold me guns. Outside of the, the pallet swap town, infected townsfolk, he's like the only real character you encounter repeatedly. I just expected him to be a boss at the end. Yeah. Uh, so, would but would you say he feels like a friend? Uh, it depends on what the sound clip says. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I really dropped the ball on that one. Uh, Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, classic, classic merchant. Uh, we'll we'll get into more contemporary I, I, merchants. I have one request uh, to close uh, out this segment sure, sure. with the merchant theme from the Capcom game Black Tiger because it's like a medieval barbarian game. And you go into the, in the store and it's just like why is there double dare music coming from, <laughs> from this fucking game all of a sudden? No, nope, I'm going to close it out with this music. Actually, no, I just wanted to play that one clip from Persona for the home shopping channel. Uh, I actually want to close it out with Prince Fleecewallow's rap from Parappa, which is a song about selling stuff at a flea market. Don't get penis-y. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get but uh, yeah, when we come back, we'll talk about game deals, the, the bit you probably tuned in for but probably didn't. Uh, <laughs> new releases, news, other stuff. Stay tuned. I'm working in the flea market so early I've been working here since my mama was a baby Just because the rhythm is slow 
That don't mean that you can't flow In the rain or in the snow In the rain or in the snow Got the, got the funky flow Got the, got the funky flow In the rain or in the snow In the rain or in the snow Got the, got the funky flow Got the, got the funky flow All you ever need is to be nice and friendly All you ever need is to be nice and friendly All you ever need is to be nice and friendly All you ever need is to be nice and friendly Remember, strike it rich, the key is low Save everybody from way up above Let's get scratching Thank you guys so much for listening on this Thanksgiving uh, Yeah, the holidays are coming up And you're going to have a lot of time to play games Wouldn't you like to play a lot more games for a lot less money? I bet you would Good for you Because this show is brought to you by Gamefly And you can go to GameflyOffer.com And get a free month of Gamefly Which means you have access to 8,000 games Choose from titles on Xbox One, PS4, Wii U, 3DS, PS Vita There are over 8,000 titles to choose from there And you can build your queue And Gamefly will send you up to two of those games at a time to you For you to play as long as you want And you can send them back in a self-addressed stamp envelope Better still, if you're liking a game too much You can buy it back from Gamefly at a highly discounted rate Usually cheaper than used games uh, at your local store And they will send you the box manual And all the stuff that comes with it It's as if you bought it new Nice And this is important right now because it's the holiday season You're strapped for cash, there are too many games coming out But if you'd like to play new titles like Dishonored 2, Final Fantasy 15, Pokemon Sun or Moon How would you like to play them all starting as low as $15.95 a month? Wait, don't answer Because if you go to GameflyOffer.com right now You can get a free month of Gamefly Try it out for yourself, see if you like it And guess what? They also have movies So once again, that is GameflyOffer.com And thank you guys you like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. There should be no mistaking what our views are. You're, so, you're, like, you're right, and I did. I was, of course, being obnoxious on Facebook on Friday, Saturday night, and I just said to a couple right-wingers, like, I'm sorry you don't like the way I feel, mm-hmm. but unfollow me. It mm-hmm. will get worse in the next 72 hours. <laughs> But instead, what I did was I channeled that, like, I could yell on Facebook all day long. I could share all the memes. I could. I even captured footage from a new Michael Moore movie to, like, annoy everybody. Right. Uh, and, I, <laughs> and so instead of doing that, like, the option came up, like, why don't you volunteer for the, the Hillary campaign? Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's great. I can shut my mouth and do something a little go. more worthwhile. You, you and can dial strangers and bother them. Uh, but so, but I, I volunteer for the campaign. Here's here's my biggest mistake, and I did not. I, I said, "Oh, what sh- what should I wear?" And Heidi's like, "Oh, you can wear your Make America Ape Again shirt yeah. that you got at the Planet of the Apes movie. That is the, the red shirt with yeah, the yeah, Make yeah. America something again again font with the Planet of the Apes font in the Statue of Liberty. And I did finally hit home. Like nobody gets this. Yeah. And not only does nobody get this, this could convey something even worse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, it's bright as day, and I'm walking through Hillary headquarters' shirt, and everybody fucking hates me. <laughs> and then I go to the mall, and it's like, I have now visual proof that we need a Planet of the Apes education program <laughs> for female Asian teenagers. Because the, the <laughs> amount of disgust on these, these, these teenage girls' faces, they hated me. And I, and I couldn't... Oh, one guy, one guy campaigning for uh, a senator who I didn't vote for. 
like, love this shit, bro! That's so great! Like, Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And welcome back to our luscious and exciting second segment. Uh, let's just jump in with the very sensual. Biggest new release has actually came out last week, but after we recorded, which is Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I started playing it. Uh, it's... Very good, I, I, but I, I think it's I, I kind of hit the same roadblocks that I hit with every Pokemon, where it's just like, okay, this is immediately hitting the same familiar rhythms of like, ah, go walk through the grass, go challenge this person standing by the side of the road, and I, it's not really for me. Like, nothing uh, wrong with the game. It's just like I don't. I think I just got into Pokemon too late, and I, it just doesn't well, click with I me never, at all. I never did, and I've tried to get into two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is showing a lot more success yeah. <laughs> in, in putting its claws in me. And I, I am fully down with the roam around and fight shit mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I like that. I'm down with that. And, and and the only reason this is even a little easier and better is because fucking Pokemon Go. Yeah. Tra- well, yeah. well, it trains you to <clears throat> learn about evolutions and classes and types, whereas the game does not. My main problem, my big. I, I I would argue that it does that a lot better because after you fight a Pokemon, every mm-hmm. time you encounter one after that, it tells you, okay, this move's going to be super effective. This move is not going to work. I'm two hours into the yeah. game, nothing like that has ever been brought up after numerous battles. But what it does do now, which I don't believe, like last one I tried was like oh, like Soul Silver, uh, which it does show you on your menu that like this is more effective against this type, whereas before. I think Pokemon kind of coasted on like, well, everybody knows what these things do and what their types are and what yes, their moves are. Yes, everybody has memorized mm-hmm. this gigantic yeah, magic like, chart. And like, well, no, I haven't, and I'm trying to get into this, and you're not being very welcoming. And this is, I think, much better than the other Pokemon games I've tried to get into because I, I want to get in there. I'd like it if it's seriously like it stood the test of time. If I can name 15 Pokemon having never played it, it's probably a cool series. I want to get into it, and, and, I, and of course, like I. Outside of horribly depressing, uh, practically illegal news showing up in my Facebook over the weekend, <laughs> it was just like it was just everybody getting Pokemon. Like I don't want to, I don't want to be a like Pokemon. I, I don't want to be. I don't wanna be really a, you don't want to poke on their parade. I don't want to be averse to this phenomenon. Like uh-huh. I, I don't want to be that person, and I don't. I've never expressed any hatred for it at all. But. No. Um, well, it's just like it's for me. It's not hatred at mm-hmm. all. Like I, it, it's a it's a good game. It's just like it's not your thing. Yeah, like there, there's just a flywheel spinning, and it's not catching on anything. You know, it's. Uh, I think there's a there's a bit of a slow start to the game, like a really yeah. slow start. Yeah, and, but well, I mean, it, I'd argue that it's a, it's a faster start than some yeah. of the other oh, yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, games. Oh, yeah. It, it is. It is definitely more story focused mm-hmm. than other Pokemon games I've played. Like there's more cutscenes and stuff happening. Like r- right off the bat, like. Mm-hmm. 
meet that girl who keeps the weird cloud Pokemon in her her bag. And here's the question: I don't remember turning my 3D off on the 3DS I'm playing on. It's, I might. It doesn't it, work. It, no, it, really? it only has 3D during this the parts where you're taking photos. They got rid of 3D. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I, th- I think they, they sold a lot of 2DSs, and mm. they're like, well, should we really invest no, I, in... I would say because yeah. games that usually allow you to turn the 3D off mean you'll get twice the frame rate when you do that. Sure, and it has yeah. a really good frame rate. It does. Yeah, like really smooth animation, looks great. And just, I, someday I'm going to look into it more, but the Pokemon company, the amount of power they have mm-hmm. over Nintendo, even though Nintendo is a stakeholder mm. and started the company. They get, because, you know, see all those Amiibos back there? There ain't no Pokemon Amiibos. Yet. None. Yeah, but like Nintendo, its E3 announcement had very little ga- to do with games and a lot more amiibo announcements. There are none. There are none. And mm. the, the current Pokemon amiibos, I don't think they do anything. So I, I think uh, y- you might be forgetting that there was an attempt to make like uh, Pokemon toys with the Pokemon Rumble yeah. Wii U game, and I that remember. that game was just a pile of shit, and nobody cared. Mm-hmm. No, I remember. It's just that, but like, Amiibo is a thing that people are into and selling, and people are into Pokemon. And a new Pokemon game came out, and there is no support. None. There, there are sixteen thousand Animal Crossing Amiibos for, yeah. for a game that doesn't even really exist. Uh, <laughs> well, did anybody play Animal Crossing Amiibo no! Party or whatever the hell it's called? Uh, no. Is it worth playing? I can tell by your size that it is. No, oh, it's it's delightful <laughs> if you like. Uh... Uh, expensive like and arduous paper dolls. Yes. Yeah. But no. No. But I. I just think that's. I'm just pointing out that the Pokemon company has a shitload of power. Oh yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it was just Nintendo. Like this has so much work to be done. We need to create a whole company mm-hmm. to handle this. Um, in my case, like this is this is attempt number four to get into a full Pokemon game. Like I've tried. Uh, I think Pearl, uh, Heart Gold, and Black, and like just lost interest in all of them like in in an hour or two and so having played pokemon go and loved it it's like okay maybe i just need to give this more of a chance so i'm gonna try to play this for at least a few more hours and it doesn't make it easy because the whole time i had this feeling while playing it like this is not meant for someone near their 40s this is it's Mm. talking to me like a child (laughs) yeah don't forget to sleep it makes you a viking in the morning (laughs) uh Everybody gets along. It's it feels like watching a baby cartoon, and mm. um, but 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 I do like the gameplay. I Says do like the, the man design. who watches actual baby cartoons. Which ones? The Looney Tunes? They get drunk and shoot people. <laughs> <laughs> we have a GoBots book sitting right gift. over Thank there. Thank you, Caleb. Evan <laughs> Alfposter over there. That's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> he drank beer too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so isn't this one like set in Hawaii or like kind of a Hawaii yeah, Alola, a, a, a tropical location? Which like, is like Aloha, but with an L instead of ah, an H. That's the hot new thing right now, because there's that, then there's that Moana movie with the rock in it. Oh, yeah. That's true. And for the next two months, our president is from there. <laughs> Sorry. Polynesian sauce at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all coming together. I give my I give my Pokemon very Hawaiian names like suck a dick and yes. double dip shit. You're not gonna like you're not gonna like next year when our Pokemon games are Pokemon Trump and Pokemon Pence. <laughs> <laughs> Bite your fucking tongue. <laughs> this is the huge Pokemon. It's the oh, hugest. Yeah. I gotta tell you, uh, Pokemon Pence believes in electric conversion. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he he do- believes in he Pikachu does- no, conversion. There does- was a joke sitting right there. No, he doesn't believe in evolution. Pokemon evolution. <laughs> That's oh, the there one. you go. There Damn you it. Go. Damn it. Which he did argue Jesus. against. Jesus. The- never mind. Um, 
Uh, what else came out? Make but I, I, I'm going to play more of it and probably okay. more of it on vacation. And mm-hmm. I, I, I do like where I'm at, but I do. I I'll also see that presumptuous. You know what this game's about, like you know. I don't. I don't yeah. know what this game is about, and there's like a two-hour intro, mm-hmm. <laughs> and where I don't get to play the game, and I don't know. That's yeah. uh, that's my only criticism. Yeah, Fast and Furious Eight is gonna like tell some of the. It'll retell some things for newcomers. It, uh, it actually does in the mm. opening credits. It yeah. tells you where the movies have. Yeah, it, it, but I, I know that's not important. <laughs> the one thing I did remark upon, and I think I wouldn't have remarked upon it if not for the Switch announcement, like the Switch, because when I was buying it, I'm like, this is gonna be a fucking Switch game. Uh, at some point, and it looks really ugly. <laughs> when like <laughs> since I can't turn the 3D on, I don't have the luxury of that novelty, mm. which I, I use a lot more because the head tracking on the new 3DS. So stay tuned for game deals. Uh, but just like the washed out, the pixelated nature of all the textures, mm. like it looks really old compared to like mm. you play you played a billion 3D games on your iPhone. I feel like Pokemon's always been a little bit behind visual. You're right. Like, it's, it's not it, it's yeah. not terribly like, important. Red and series. blue came out. I think right when the Game Boy Color was getting big, and it's like, yep. Mm-hmm. But you can't play this in color. You have to do that stupid Game Boy Color thing where you pick like a three mm-hmm. color palette. I just, then... I just thought it let me know that the 3DS looked a little long in the tooth, and mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm probably thinking that because there's something new on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, geez, it came out in 2010, mm-hmm. so it's a six-year-old piece of hardware totally, now. Totally, totally. Yeah. Oh, like wow. in, in a pre-iPhone world, do you, have you liked what you played so far, Heidi? Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah. The game's great. I'm taking my way slow through it, even though I got it like a week early. It's mm-hmm. like. I want to savor this. This is like uh, there are people who blew through it in a day, and I'm like, why? This is really, good. You really have, do that? Just, Please just have fun with it. Say more positive things about it because I know that a chunk of the audience right now is just seething and yeah, I, don't, I, I really don't need oh, to track. Well, it. if you want to hear positive things yes. about it, I wrote a ton of positive things about it for Vice Motherboard, and I oh, submitted really? today. So hopefully, by the time this goes live, uh, <laughs> it will be published. It's uh, just me talking about how this game is good. It's a bastion of goodness in a real shitty world right now. And that's why you should play Pokemon because it's happy yeah, and I, I bright and sunny. That's true. That's true. I couldn't get my uh, NES mini uh, respite, so this will have to do. And I, I, I am enjoying myself. I, these are just minor complaints from a, a noob. Chris, you mm. have an emulator. Uh, yeah, I do, but that's I can't hook it up to my television, lie on my back, put my hand down my pants, <laughs> and play. It, it, oh, sure, you play can. lying down. No, I can't. Look, mm. see, this is my this is my fucking PC. Your PC has my an PC HDMI is at this output, workstation. Right? Please note uh, that no, uh, that Chris wow. is holding his vape. His his vape pipe next to his crotch, which I saw him unbuttoning earlier. <laughs> I was playing with the button. It was not being suggestive. It's not actually an excuse. No, uh, it really isn't, Chris. Uh, if you, sorry, I didn't know I was doing a fucking fat Sharon Stone scene for you. Like I didn't realize you were looking at me. Like, uh, oh man! But seriously, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't doing that. A jammy pants. I'm doing laundry. Well, Batman uh, episode four came yeah. out. Two episodes behind him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're, we're all a little behind. Thank you uh, to Nathan for giving us those, but I've mm-hmm. uh, just been slow to play them. And uh, The Division got a survival expansion, which adds... It's like a 24-player uh, survival mode that Holy uses shit. the entire map, and uh, you can play either PvP or uh, PvE, where you know players are trying to help each other. Or it's every person for themselves. Is it an update or like DLC? Survival is DLC. It's mm-hmm. paid, but it also comes with a the 1.5 update, which mm-hmm. adds a bunch of stuff and fixes a bunch of stuff. So mm-hmm. the division, uh, baby. Yeah, it's a good time to be a division player. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm employed by Ubisoft. Him to eat. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell. 
Um, yeah, is that it? Uh, Darksiders War Mastered Edition for people who haven't played it yet is out on uh, PS4, yeah, Xbox One, and Wii U. Darksiders Two Death in if Death in This is this is the first game Yikes. War Mastered. War Mastered. The more Zelda of the two. Man, if THQ had this handle on puns, the they would have lived, and <laughs> they'd be made. They'd be publishing these games instead of who, who did publish these. I think it's so. THQ, THQ Nordic. Nordic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're still called THQ. What? But uh, I never understood why they adopted the name of their failing company. <laughs> like that doesn't make because any sense. THQ Nordic has a sli- has slightly more cachet than Nordic Games. We're DreamWorks Rankin Bass. You know us. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's who, that is who owns the fucking Rudolph so specials now. They don't I, use Rankin I, Bass in their name. I bet if you ask like ten gamers, like. What do you think of a THQ? Like, uh, there's a good amount of them that will free, won't know that THQ just like flamed out and died. Well, they'll associate mm. them with some of the worst games ever made, uh, like well, Home Alone, some, some of the best <laughs> wrestling games ever. Up and up until the wrestling phenomenon, and uh, I'd say the last generation, they yeah. were yeah, yeah they, like they, they, th- I, like was yeah, burned Saints by Row the name and, THQ. Yeah. It, it made me mad. Why yeah. did I play so much of this awful Ren and Stimpy game? Yeah, <laughs> But they had they, they had so many good properties like Red Faction Gorilla was like the, the T stands for toy. They were just a yeah. toy company yeah. licensing shit, making they, garbage. They were like LJN yep. about five years later because yes. LJN was a toy company. And then they decided, yeah. well, shit, let's get on this Nintendo. This is a toy. Gorilla is the free roaming one, right? The, uh, what's the disappointing one that came after uh, Armageddon? I probably <laughs> I think I yeah. weirdly I think I'm right and I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at all. But Darksiders really matter. before they like uh, Nintendo re-released those two GameCube uh, Zelda games on the Wii U. This like would have been this, the one this was the best Zelda style game in HD. And I, I did see that because mm. on the day of recording, it was one of Amazon's prelude to Black Friday things, and it was sixteen ninety nine. Yeah, that's a real good price. You get the twenty percent with wow. the, mm-hmm. the Amazon Prime. No, which I don't is, think that counted, oh, really? But it was it was God a deal damn. of the day thing. But, but still, still, not a bad yeah. price for a really good game. Yeah, like uh, both games are like twenty bucks, and they're probably a little bit less if you're deal hunting, which is pretty good for. I think twenty bucks right. for a game you know is pretty good is yeah. is not a bad price, and it's like a dark, especially physically. It's, it's like Zelda with a dark gothic kind of uh, yeah. god of Zelda after the apocalypse. Yeah. Like, post-apocalypse when all humans are dead and it's just monsters and zombies and you're one of the literal four horsemen of the mm-hmm. apocalypse. Isn't that like an actual Zelda timeline officially? Fuck you, Hyrule Historia. I hate <laughs> you. <laughs> I hate you. And, like, the, the thing is, like, that premise sounds really depressing, mm-hmm. but then you meet, uh, char- like, these big demon characters who are created by Joe Madureira, and uh, so, yeah. Did you, did you put some English on that? <laughs> Is, isn't that... Has, I don't know. His name Madureira, the, the comic artist? The guy from uh, Magic Mike? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, anyway... There's also Dragon Ball Fusions. On yeah, 3DS. Dragon Ball Fusions. Do you even know what that is? Oh, yeah. It's an RPG. I oh. just got a review copy in, and I haven't touched it yet. That's one thing I'm doing over Thanksgiving break. All so, right. uh... I guess in about oh, a week or so, you can probably look forward to a review on GameSpot. I so. can't eat turkey, Mom. My <laughs> character is under 9,000. Indeed. <laughs> 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 Gotta get him over 9,000. <laughs> Anyways, Chris, Sorry. your time to shine. What? Oh, God. <laughs> He's not prepared. Take my advice. Do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. A few more seconds. <laughs> What are you buying? Time's running out, Chris. Ah, Number one on the countdown is the... (laughs) Uh, Oh, sorry. Black Friday deals. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Don't. 
Stay inside. <laughs> Enjoy your loved ones. Play what you have. Just don't do it. Don't engage in this with this. But anymore. I have no backlog. And I, I, I am being very sincere when I say that. And I really wish we could close out game deals. But I did my job, okay. and I got, I got shit for but it. But so many of these it. are digital or like on that's sites. The they, haven't, they haven't announced it's their like, As long as you're not going out and elbowing someone in the face. And, uh, and this, is, this is hard to go through, and I'm using, one, my own personal intuition and experience with how much games are and how quickly they drop and what company right. drops their prices. Um, but a lot of the deals really suck, and they, they really do. And they're, but I, I'm trying to highlight what I think are the best deals because of things I've been looking for on sale or things that I've noticed have never been discounted. So, But everybody is doing this. Yeah. Um, and I think everybody has $50 off an Xbox One, uh, every retailer, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I saw a commercial... PlayStation Four is is it original acro- or slim? Um, shit, you know I don't know, but like, but across the board, every retailer, PlayStation had a commercial that it's dropping the price of the PS Four Black Friday week only. Ooh, um, Ooh. and in addition, in addition to that, the but not it, the Pro. If you don't, I don't, I don't, no, not the yeah. Pro. I, like it's usually the Uncharted edition is what I kept countering being cheap, and also I've never seen Nintendo do this before. There's like a Super Mario, say World theme 3DS. That's mm-hmm. being released for ninety nine dollars, and that's everywhere. Oh, wow! And only now, Damn. that's they're they're treat. They've never treated us so much like Japan. Hmm. Like here's this <laughs> one color and theme, and it is available one time. And if you don't get it now, you'll never get it. And you get Super Mario World in, on so, Virtual yes. Console, yeah, or something. Because well, you Which cannot is- play Super Nintendo games on Virtual Console unless you have a new yeah. that is. Copyright symbol, trademark, real name of the system, new yep, 3D. Which is perfect. Let a non 3D game highlighting the system. <laughs> but it, but that's it's fucking Yoshi Green and it looks it looks righteous. Like if I didn't have one for ninety nine dollars, that's yeah. like one of the. I think I think there's more great games playable on a 3DS than there are on like the Xbox 360. Yeah. Like I definitely buy that. And shit. I mean, there's still a good chance this will be supported for another year or two, even after the Switch comes out, because mm-hmm. it's Nintendo's. Best-selling platform by a long shot. I don't believe it's, uh, that. It's one of the, the only consoles can't... Japan's developing for. So yeah. if you like yeah. your uh, Japanese yeah. games, yeah. Yeah. this is where to get them. Oddly, yep. no Vita deals. They're also developing for that. Mm. Uh, not a lot of Vita deals. <laughs> but I did see, and I try. What I try to gather is by price. Um, Although but, the PlayStation, the the official PlayStation mm-hmm. Store is having Vita and PS3 mm-hmm. and PS4 deals. So maybe check that out. That's true. And like, because I can't check a lot of these online deals, and everybody, everybody is doing flash sales that they haven't announced yet, mm-hmm. including Steam, uh, nice. Amazon, especially. Amazon will always be your best bet. They will beat every. They will match or beat every price I'm about to list. That's why I think this is irrelevant. I just wanted to say I did my job. Uh, at Best Buy, and I'm, again, I chose Best Buy because I think that doesn't that doesn't that defy. <laughs> You national boundaries like aren't there Best Buys all over the, all over the world? There's Best Buys in Canada. That's yeah. uh, that's it, I think. So they have games under fifteen dollars, and they're good. Uh, you can get Homeland uh, B- Borderlands Handsome Edition uh, for fifteen bucks for uh, current gen consoles. Nice, Far Cry nice. Primal, Mad Max, uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate under fifteen bucks. Star Wars Battlefront, Dark Souls Three, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Mortal Kombat XL for under twenty. For I, I, by under, I mean one cent under. Hmm. Um, and for thirty bucks, you can get Deus Ex. Um, what's the new one? She's Mankind Divided. GTA Five for thirty dollars, which I've always complained yeah, about, doesn't yeah, drop. Yeah. Mafia Three and the Bioshock Collection, as well as WWE Two K Seventeen for thirty. Thirty. That's 30. Damn. Wow. right. See that I'm being selective and this here. Is Best Buy, mm-hmm. which I believe any game you mm-hmm. get that extra twenty yep. percent off. I don't know if that applies, but if you live it in usually, America, it usually does. 
you're going to do okay. Yeah, it right? almost always does on new games. And for 35 bucks, you can get Titanfall 2 and Overwatch. At Game nice. Strip, you can get $50 off an X-Bone. The only one I saw that I would recommend is the $300 one terabyte Gears of War 4 Xbox One S for $300. That's a lot um, of boards. Hmm. It, it is a lot, but the Gears for one terabyte, I, I cannot express that enough. Imagine one it's terabyte. got a sweet mm. COG logo somewhere on the console. <laughs> it doesn't It doesn't not look cool. Yeah, well, it's also it's especially <laughs> worthwhile because the Xbox One, you can buy additional hard drives that plug into mm-hmm. it, but you can't actually replace the hard drive that's inside, so... The, be- the bigger, the better, generally. Yeah. Arkham Knight, Mad Max, Ratchet & Clank at GameStop. $10. Whoa. Good deal. Uh, and, and I wouldn't mention this otherwise, because GameStop has, without a doubt, the worst deals. I highlighted really? those. Oh yeah, they're all, but they're always terrible because they assume anybody, everybody's going to come to them there for games in a no matter what. Place where it's like for like the past, I guess like year and a half that Best Buy and Amazon have been playing this like yeah. game of chicken where it's like we're taking twenty percent off every new game. GameStop no, no, they, has never done that. They had, they had to fight because I'm trying to think of another good. Yeah, another like our TV's cheaper. Yeah, well at our place you can trade in your TV. Yeah, and get so we can charge whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, but we we accept as currency what we sell. Yeah. So and that's why Best Buy and Amazon had to fight that. I guess. Uh, yeah. But uh, thirty five dollars for Overwatch and it has a Winston action figure. Someone took me to task on our fantasy fight for calling Winston a monkey. I realize he's a gorilla. He's also my <laughs> yes, main. Monkeys and I love have him. tails. I love him. Um, I mean, Winston tastes good like a monkey should. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's you know, a Flintstones people should thing. be able to recognize a, an ape, Chris. That was a Flintstones reference. I'm not. I'm not into. It was just a slip of the tongue. Yeah. I'm, Affecting a character and improvising here. I'm doing my best. Uh, Target has the $99 uh, Nintendo 3DS. I, I think they... No, they don't usually have the best Nintendo stock at Target. Uh, but uh, the $249 PS4 with Uncharted 4. That's a really good deal. That's a brand new... That's one. That's I think the PS4 is crowning mm-hmm. achievement. It, it's not the greatest game, but it's like something you can't play on another console. It's beautiful. Yep. So like, if you think maybe that's $49, you get a $200 PS4. Crazy. Go get it. Yeah. Um, $15 for Street Fighter V, Bloodborne, and Ratchet and & Clank. Uh, and I highlighted these. $25 for not only Dark Souls 3 and uh, Deus Ex, but also Super Smash Bros. 3DS and Kirby Planet Robobot. Those games never drop yep. in price. Ever. Oh, ever. Yeah, yeah. Kirby. Kirby is so good. Yeah. And the, I've heard good things about the Kirby game, but mm-hmm. I cannot justify $40 for it. Uh, but maybe $25. we will see. Some of these are reflective online. Walmart has some shit, but of course, please check your Steam and Amazon, and of course your Humble Bundle. That is game deals. Of course. Well, there's also oh. the uh, Xbox Games with Gold uh, that were just announced. For December. For December. And so this is a big deal because they pull out all the stops. For, like They want people to buy the system. Like If you buy the system yeah. and the service, you get... This, like, last, was it last it's, year? It was like Injustice? Yeah. I mean, this is one of the, their best months yet. Yeah. So uh, Xbox One in December, you'll be able to get... Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition for and, free. Yes. I just spent $6 on PlayStation 4 for that, so mm-hmm. I'm really pissed that I spent $6 on Well, something. now you've got it on multiple platforms. And uh, this is really confusing. So the second half of uh, December, uh, Outlast on Xbox One is free. Mm. But the Xbox 360 game that's free for the first half of the month is Outland, which is Out- the... Uh, is better. It's like the Metroidvania game. It's mm-hmm. really good. And I like it. It's fine, but there's a billion... Metroidvania games. Yeah, but it, really? if you're if you're hanging for a new one, then that's a good one. And also the second half of December, uh, Xbox 360. And again, Xbox 360 games you can play on your Xbox One. Uh, every single Games with Gold has been added to the backwards compatibility. 
Uh, second half of December is Burnout Paradise. Oh, good. That game's lovely. Which is great, because I'll finally be able to play that uh, DeLorean DLC. Mm. And what, Oh, that's it? I that's guess. it. Game All news. right. <laughs> Take my advice and do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? All right, well, let's transition straight into... You know what you can't buy? What? Conversation with your family. That's true. Stay yeah. inside. That's, Don't, that's such a profound statement. Do not be in a Walmart <laughs> on fuck, over Thanksgiving. Unless Don't they do drag it. you there. Don't do it. No. Oh, it's I've worst. been there. It's awful. Ugh. Appropriate sound considering how many days in advance we record this. Yep, it is yep. all old news. <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, I, I did like you, you wound me. You mentioned survival mode. I don't know if this is on the news list that Uncharted Four they announced a survival mode huh. oh, yeah? for Uncharted. Yeah, and like I, I've never, never, never loved Uncharted's multiplayer. Do you have to find food and water and warmth in that mm, one too? I don't know because you do in the division. Um, I don't know, but like I do, I do love a good survival. I, I got excited because I love a good survival mode. I don't want to play other teenagers. Who are going to murder me? I want to hmm. play with them. Uh, and yes, Uncharted, yeah, right. I didn't. I didn't think Uncharted Four would be updated nine months into that is, its existence. Yeah. Uh, cool. So as for news, uh, this is a weird thing to lead with, but it's the first thing I wrote down. Ditto is now in Pokemon Go. Woo! I guess that's kind of to capitalize on uh, Sun and Moon. But uh, I think Ditto was one of those characters everyone thought would be in the game or was hidden in the game. But weirdly, I still play. I, when I was in Scotland, a lot of a lot of kids were still playing Pokemon Go. Really, it's weird. It was weird. People are playing. Weird to be in this like got a big update or something that like made oh yeah more interesting Pokemon like show up everywhere. Like ah. I, I oh, stopped playing gone. it because it was back. it was just Pidgeys and Rattatas and yeah. and even then it's like I could you know walk for twenty minutes without finding anything yeah. in San Francisco. It was weird to be in like a cast like a Scot a Scottish castle that was built in twelve hundred and then some kid just like <laughs> runs by with his cell phone. To catch a, no, I don't know, Mr. Mime? Is that rare? I don't know sure. what's rare anymore. I'm old. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so, Ditto is the Pokemon that can clone any other Pokemon, and I'm yeah. not entirely sure, um, like, how Ditto works in Pokemon Go as Looks like a blob. He is. He's yeah. adorable. He doesn't throw sheets of paper at you. Some people call oh. sheets of paper dittos. That was a, like a, an elementary school thing. Yeah, I think they were made by a I mimeograph know, I thought dittos were mirror matches in Smash Brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't <laughs> know if that was a regional thing. Is, like, does everybody call... Is that like a handout in school, a ditto? Yeah. I thought it was I just... I never heard it like I that. I thought it was a password to recognize Patrick Swayze's ghost. I yeah. made a very old reference. It's the coolest... <laughs> and I apologize. The coolest thing to say to a girl who said... The coolest thing to... If someone sa- says I love you, if you just say ditto, yeah. then you're the coolest person in the world. Uh, <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter will have a cinematic universe uh, that yeah, apparently boy. is uh, Paul W.S. Anderson is still going to be involved. My word. Yeah. Why couldn't it have been Wes Anderson? My word. But, uh, I mean, Monster Hunter, it's a vague enough concept that can be turned into a big movie series. A little it's just unlike Warcraft which I thought Warcraft would have problems by having not really a main character but it does have lore like Monster Mm -hmm. Hunter doesn't have a lot of that it kind of moves around to different 
locations yeah. every time. Well, I, th- I think every time mm. I hear the word cinematic universe <laughs> in conjunction with a project that has not even been mm. made into a movie yet, yeah. this is like, let, let's uh, scale back our ambitions until you've made one movie. Yeah. And if there's a demand, then you can talk about a cinematic I, universe. Not to talk about movies on this very video game focused podcast. Uh, I thought I saw that Fantastic Beast did not, and where to find them, did not mm-hmm. do that well. And that was a oh. can't fail tentpole. You can't get bigger than the Harry Potter universe. And if that mm. doesn't work, you have no business announcing your cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, again, I would, I would like it. It's just that, like, what I like about Monster Hunter is that, like, it isn't, it doesn't ever care about story. Well, you, you know what the, the surefire way to succeed mm-hmm. uh, for, on a successful movie franchise is? Uh, have a prequel set decades earlier with none of oh, the yeah. same characters. Oh, yeah, everyone, not, loves everyone loves that. Everybody loves that. Well, here's the thing about video game movies. They don't really exist until they've started filming like mm. how many times have we heard that True. uh that... bioshock with oh Gorbaminsky. man do you, do you remember e3 2008 when we got to hear about the lost planet movie hmm. no yes wow. i do there I was that big press conference with inafune big and secret there. press conference yes, that, and like Hader. everybody got pulled into and there was uh, a big we were excited. Outside, it's like yeah. could this be like a mega man announcement inafune is there oh and, boy oh boy and, and it's like, like 50% of it was just Japanese executives repeating yes we're very excited for this movie yes and, and david hater you know just being David Hayter. Mm-hmm. But this being Paul W.S. Anderson, who's made like, what, five or six Resident Evil movies mm-hmm. that's, that somehow all make money. Yeah, they make money. D- despite being essentially fan fiction vehicles yeah. for his wife to star in. Yeah. <laughs> they make money on a, glo- on a global scale. You just, we'd never be able to understand it. Yeah. They don't even do that well in America. And the fact, like, he's, he even wrote, like, what uh, Paul W.S. Anderson said, what I love about Monster Hunter is the incredibly beautiful, immersive world they've created. That makes me wonder, has he played these games? Like, <laughs> I think so. I, uh, uh, partially, I think, like, no, he's just some Hollywood type. He, he's just spewing bullshit. But, like, what else is Paul W.S. Anderson doing besides making Resident Evil movies? Well, he made a Three Musketeers movie that mm-hmm. uh, all I remember from the trailer like, is his what, wife doing ago? a rock slide. And, like, an, and an Aliens vs. Predator movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, let's not forget those. Those awful, awful pieces of shit. <laughs> but he, he kind of strikes he is, me he as... He is the, the worst director we have. Yeah. We, and we, we chased you Uwe Boll out of the business, but yeah. at least there was some sincerity he to does, him. Like, mm. it, he, I, I do think he does have a lot of free time where it's mm-hmm. just like... Well, I made my one move for the year, made my uh, $4 million, now I'm doing this thing for I, I don't mean months. it. I love Monster Hunter. I love... It, they, unlike... They have, like... like Their Street Fighter stages are, like, miles long and awesome, and you yeah. do get to know them. They are important, but is that... And there, there are monsters that reoccur over and over again, but it's it's like making a Punch-Out movie with no story. Like, I'm not... I wouldn't be excited for that. Yeah. But it's, like... I don't know. It's kind of a basic idea that could catch on. I think I would be if Japan said we're making like a Monster Hunter movie or Nova. I'm like, yeah. well, you know the property. I and mm-hmm. I, I don't automatically hate. Haven't they made a a recent Monster Hunter anime like Monster mm-hmm. Hunter Stories or yeah. some such? Yeah, they did. And, and like, I'm I'm totally fine with checking that out. But like this this guy, this guy is the worst. Yeah. Well, you also have to wonder, like, okay, how much of it is this guy, and how much of it is. Uh, Whenever, whenever Hollywood gets its hands on any major mm-hmm. geek property, mm-hmm. it tends to go through some weird ringer, unless it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. Uh, it's very true. It, yeah. it, it is very true, but like, I do think he has a lot of leeway and creative freedom, and he has skated by making very bad movies with mm. a very popular license. This is true. And it's not right. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. Uh, speaking of Resident Evil, the Resident Evil 7... We'll have a $130 collector's oh edition that comes with a replica mansion. It has or, a little house. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I saw the ad for yeah. that, and it was like, is this made by the Bradford Exchange? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> is this sorry. like a subscription what? that I buy, and they'll send me little figurines Why month that after the month? joke I get the most? <laughs> like, Jesus. Shouldn't be doing this. I'm sorry, it's $180. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but, and the mansion is all, it, it doubles as a music box that plays of course Go it Tell does. and Roadie. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, if you're gonna have some like weird little tchotchke on your shelf, it's yeah. better it's that some little uh, I'm mansion than a cool. than a space marine helmet. Cool. It's not the most expensive special edition, and it yeah. seems to be justifying mm. its price if you're silly enough to spend that much money. It's uh, a music box. Huh. So what does it play? Um, Go tell Aunt Rudy. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. The old gray goose is dead. That one. What? Yeah. Hmm. Go tell Aunt Rudy. Run. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, that wasn't worth making a joke about. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of survival horror, or just horror in general, uh, the third season of Telltale's Walking Dead yeah. will start Woo! on December 20th. Oh, like, wow, I think it's right same, around the corner. The same week Batman ends. Yeah. It will, they really, yeah. They Walking kind of, Dead will begin. Telltale's, they're always working. Uh, but, yeah, I guess it's kind of astonishing that, like, the. Um, I guess there is a bit of restraint with Walking Dead. They did do that... Um, Michonne? Well, Michonne miniseries like last yeah. year, but th- it seems to be like an every other year thing, or even more rare than that. But uh, this is still like I think the thing that everyone pays attention to when Telltale makes it. Like I really like Tales from the Borderlands, and Batman is huge, huge. Uh, but I think you know Walking Dead is. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially since they they still have Clementine yeah. as one of the protagonists. Now she's a teenager. It's like. Four cool. years after the last one. No oh, nice. Uh, I mean, weird. They're doing the time jump there too. Hmm. I mean, well, actually, no. They, they didn't do the they, show. They, uh, yeah, they did in the comic. Mm-hmm. I, to an I mean, degree. by the by, they haven't reached the point in the series where the comic made that jump yet. Mm-hmm. No, they haven't. Uh, I don't know if they will. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the sh- the the game kind of needs it because the weird thing about the second season of Walking Dead from Telltale mm-hmm. is that, every, like, even though, like, she was a badass in the first season, mm-hmm. like, why is everyone, why is Clementine this high-breaker vote? She's, like, a 12-year-old, and it's a bunch of adults being like, you don't know what to do. What do you want to do, kid? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Little like, girl, do everything for I, us. Yeah. I, Kill the zombies. I, and then, like, them harboring grudges. She's a kid! Yeah. I She's not even in high school. I remember thinking about that when I was nearing the end of season two. Like the idea that Clementine is our one tie from the previous group, mm. and starting the game with her, like that was mind blowing. Yeah, but like, how does she center a series? It's, yeah. It was like, weird in season two, and, and, and yeah, you're right. That, that that was always a really weird thing. That like they're yeah. asking the little girl yeah. to make life or death decisions yeah. for the group. Yeah. I'll never that forgive they, you, twelve year old. In most cases, they just met. Yeah. yeah, we just yeah. Met, we just yeah. met you. Yeah, half the half the cast is people you just met. So it's like, mm-hmm. so on top of that, like this is a new person that you met who is there's some nuance twelve in there years I do not old want to overshadow. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's still weird. And now like that she's like, you know, a teenager in the in a post apocalyptic world, her voice means just as much as everyone else. But like mm-hmm. a kid, that was a little bit weird. <laughs> and I want yeah. to follow her story. Yeah, it's just weird to have to follow her story. Um, I think I, yeah. I want to know that Clementine is okay and see how she gets through this universe. But it is—I want to play as the baby that she was sheltering <laughs> at the end of the last game. He does love his prequels. This Reparos yeah, yeah. yeah. loves him. No, that would be yeah. a sequel. Oh my bad. But a serious time jump. Okay. 
Uh, Lego Undercover, which was a Wii U launch game, yeah. will be coming to the Switch as well huh. as PlayStation Four and Xbox One uh, next year. Mm. Which I've I've heard it's a good, a really good game. It's yeah, like it's, a, uh, a kid friendly really, open world crime yeah. sim. Really good uh, cutscenes, pretty sharp sense of humor. Surprisingly, mm. um, I wouldn't say it's quite on par with the Lego Movie, but it's in a similar vein. Yeah, but it's kind of a like if you like Legos. Uh, like your only choice is like the Lego Telltale the awesome Lego stuff you can play right now (laughs) but the Lego Traveler's Tales games are all like they're great fan service for particular IPs Mm -hmm. but like if you just like Legos Mm -hmm. you're kind of playing these average games Mm. all the time and Lego Undercover is at least kind of a change of pace of just like smash things build things and I was thinking about it because we talked about the the games that were abandoned on Wii like and this is one mm-hmm. of the few that's like most Wii U games that have, Nintendo didn't make. Have, yeah, have they've come gone. to other consoles. And I think it's represented in Dimensions, but not as the full game, which is mm-hmm. a PG GTA. Yeah. and Which is interesting. Uh, and last but not least, Remedy is teasing a new game uh, <laughs> that they... They put out a teaser trailer that is just basically Sam Lake yes. for 20 seconds. Doing his Max Payne face. Yeah, so I don't know <laughs> what great. exactly that means. Does and that mean they got the Max Payne license back? Why? Yeah, great. Yeah, I can't but, imagine. I mean, I don't know who I would trust with. But yeah. They did, 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 no, Remedy didn't make Max no. Payne 3, no. which was kind of no. the, the... I loved the first two Max Paynes, and the third one just didn't really sit right I, with me. I don't know. was amazing. What, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe I just need to give it another shot. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, yeah, Remedy, they, they kind of have the most spotless record. I have, like, Quantum Break, whatever, like, it's mm-hmm. still functionally decent. Alan Wake? Uh, Alan Wake's great, and mm-hmm. the Max Payne games are mm-hmm. really good, too. So, I whatever they do next, I am in. All right, cool. Did we talk about the uh, Persona 5 delay or no? I don't know. Last week. We Can't did. remember. Okay. Did we? Okay. No. Yeah. April, right? Yeah. yeah. I think Henry cried. <laughs> Rip. Baldest poor little It's great because I'm, I'm not done with four. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Haven't been able to suck in I, I don't, several I, dozen I, hours. I get the impression that you won't need to know what happened in four to no, play five. Sure. But, I, but that and Pokemon are both like curiosities for like, sometimes this is exactly what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. It's a battle system I engage with constantly. Yeah. And then other times, like, you must learn how to meld and evolve. Like, fuck, it's so much reading. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't combat. This isn't immediately forwarding yeah, my goals. This is, let me play something. No, this, is, this is glorified crafting. <laughs> uh, okay, so moving on to the community segment, which oh, yeah. is always oh, yeah. is segmenting our community. Mm. Uh, oh, boy. Last week's question of the week was, what video game do you think would make a good real-life wow. escape room? Mm-hmm. Heidi, do you have an answer for this? A real-life mm-hmm. escape room. Fighting huh? vipers. You lose your armor every time you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I can name just some unbelievably obscure shit here, but... Eh, man. Hmm. Man. Well, the it's, game... hard, it's hard to think of, of just, like, one... I'll give you a minute to think about it. Okay. Uh, first responder was Frankly Man, uh, who said, Monkey Island, a pirate-themed escape room with social awkwardness and forced witty comebacks. Perfect for all us nerds out there. But seriously, more Monkey Island is always welcome, and you could get creative with puzzles and themes while injecting humor into the mix, since the concept is already pretty silly to begin with. So why not run with it? 
I gotta <laughs> stop reading ahead. Uh, Ravenbaum said, "I would love a Kaka's bad fur day escape room for Henry's birthday." <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to experience the rapture of figuring out and completing a complex cow shitting puzzle. <laughs> please, please. By the way, if, if you're a fan of Henry getting sick at bodily functions, uh, this week's laser time is a it's the best of bonus time, mm-hmm. and bonus time a is real exclusive podcast. Po- bonus time is where we discovered and really exploited Henry's gag reflex. Yeah. Have we Good. ever like shown him that one scene from uh, uh, what's the movie Stand By Me? Oh, the barfing uh, scene? Yeah, yeah the yeah. barfing scene. He there for, no, he, he wasn't. Was... Mike Grimm yeah. was. Mm, um, we might have shown that. <laughs> we, uh, we sorry, showed Henry. him the, uh, the one from the Brothers Grimsby, which contains a lot of oh, elephant man. ejaculate. Uh, <laughs> an elephant penis great. hitting uh, Sasha Baron Cohen repeatedly. Yeah. Has he ever seen Freddy Got Fingered? Hmm. Hmm. I, I think this is a new thing for him. Yeah. Someone's going to expose that boy to more semen. Come on. <laughs> it's blood. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, Ultimate Laser Time fan said, convoluted ways to get out of rooms for fun. Fun? fun. Seems like the perfect genre for Metal Gear to get into. Into? Snake, to unlock the door, explain Lolly Lule Low in a 45-minute cutscene. Lolly Lule Low? Oh no, people are coming in. Hide in a cardboard box. Cardboard box? <laughs> Eat Russian rations and make friends with a feminine-looking blonde guy. Guy. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, <laughs> smoke a cigarette and put out on this eye patch. Now you get to drive a Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. <laughs> Gear. I ha- this name made me laugh way earlier. Steven Tobolowski's Dune. Dune! <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you remember do I sure as heck I do <laughs> watch that first step it's a doozy, it's a doozy. Uh, one formative game series in my childhood was the Dr. Brain games oh man I've, I've never heard they, they were made by Sierra really yeah oh yeah. wow uh, the puzzles in those games expose you to math, science, and the arts while also testing your brain skills like memory, puzzle sol- problem solving, and attention to detail I'd love to see the, uh, this done as an escape room in real life with all of the lighthearted humor that made Dr. Brain so much fun. I just wanted to read that name. That was, so, that was a fucking treat. <laughs> Stephen Tobolowski's Dune. That's awesome. <laughs> you remember the spice. A1 Steak SOS or A1 Steak Sauce says, Heavy rain, you'd go in as a party of four. Each of you would have a different role. One of you does physical challenges to get clues and hints. Come on to win, Harvey! One of you uses a high-tech database to research those clues. One person is working in secret to undermine the whole party. And one person gets naked and has to smash a lamp over a Slavic club owner. <laughs> well, that one is you, Chris. Which one? Admit. The last one. The, uh, naked, the one that gets uh, naked, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, and you hate the Slavs, so... Can I keep my shirt on? No. I'll show you all the dong you want. <laughs> you just want to Donald Duck it? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, Heidi, do you have one? Or? Actually, just reading these, like, I'm thinking one a really fun one would be something based on House of the Dead. Ooh. Ah, it would be a shitload better than that Uwe Boll piece of shit. But it, it, Most you things could have, be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you could have, like, cheesy actors spouting dumb lines and lots of really ham-fisted exposition. Over there. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. That that'd be really fun, I think. Only if there's an option to play Typing of the Dead style. Mm. Mm. That would be pretty awesome. Uh, Celestial Masshole says, uh, 
Bioshock would make the perfect escape room. It has atmosphere, the mystery, the detailed story told through things found in the environment. Uh, you could build a lighthouse on the coast and have escape room be underwater. Audio logs could be scattered throughout uh, uh, along the dirty syringes and neon-colored uh, lights inside. I just think it. Um, I just think. I think I just want to build Rapture. But hey, spare no expense. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, like. We did. San Francisco had a like city-wide escape room called the Jejun Institute. Oh yeah, I remember that. When and I, I believe there's a documentary on Netflix called The Institute. It is very much like Bioshock. Yeah. In the in your world, it is. It everybody huh. has crazy stories about it. Oh, wow. I have somebody somebody close to those people. I want to ask them more. I think they're planning something else because they they canceled it. Neat. But I, I think the. It's the craziest thing you've ever heard. So you walk into an escape room. So you're trying to escape the city. You go up to like the like seventh, Sonic? the seventh floor of a building, <laughs> and there are there are people working, and you're walking through this. Uh-huh. Who who are these people working? Uh, Actors, I'm guessing. But this is but then and then you go into a room, the door shuts, and a television plays with an old timey guy, and you walk outside, and you end up finding landmarks, and then you end up seeing people like you don't want to, you want to go over there, and like is this guy just a cop who? has seen this happen a billion times <laughs> or is this part of the thing and it really fucks with ah. your head and there's like four or five levels to it and it's it's gone but uh, it, yeah. uh, the institute it's a documentary on Netflix it's ah. really cool hmm. uh, I gotta read this one go for it Rudfucker says I think a dead space escape room could be terrifying mm. you could have noises of necromorphs crawling around while you frantically use computers and physical clues to activate the escape pod and launch you off to the space station of your choice mm. Blood could be splattered around the walls, and Ooh. audio logs can be hidden just like the game. And you can collect uh, brown bubble tape to upgrade your weapons. Yep. That's always what I thought <laughs> those things were. Steve, Mick Steve, said, Steve. I think Shower With Your Dad Simulator would make for a delightful escape room romp. With your dad? <laughs> you would have to collect hints hidden in the course of dad jokes coming from a gaggle of strategically placed showering dads in order to find a key not currently located in any of their pockets. What do you mean well, any of their pockets? They're showering. Yeah, they're naked. They're naked. His naked penis is uh, authority. They're never nudes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are dozens of them. And finally, Matthew J. has an audio hey, response. Ha <laughs> 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 I'm just fucking with you. It's Matthew J. with another audio answer. Hey, VGA. If I could turn any game into an Escape the Room challenge, this one. It will be three rooms. First room, you investigate a murder. Second room, you debate that murder in a courtroom because you're in the courtroom from Phoenix Wright. All right? You have to you have to gather all the evidence. You have to just Phoenix Wright. You have to prove your case, okay? Third room, you get murdered, and then you have to solve your own murder, and it's Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. <laughs> That's wow. two games, but they're made by the same guy, so it counts. See you guys. <laughs> That's actually a pretty great answer. It is. It really is. All right. New question of the week. A uh, real simple one. What are your holiday weekend gaming plans? It's a long weekend. A lot of you are probably traveling. Maybe you're bringing your consoles. Maybe you're focusing on something portable. What is it? What's going to occupy your time through these long days? Uh, let us know. But first, uh, I'm going to say... I, I've got a lot of stuff that's been on my back burner. I want to get through Watch Dogs 2, Dishonored 2 I want to play more of. Mm. Uh, I, I've got this burning uh, need to actually go and finish Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which I've been close to the end on for a long time, but this will be a nice opportunity to probably get wrapped up in something else and not do any His of butler that. did it. Just <laughs> relax. <laughs> uh, this, is my, this is where portable... The portable comes to shine, and I realized that I have to be more astute about... 
so, like, I I said before we were talking, I took my PS4 home last time they lost my luggage. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's it's one thing to, to like, put your PS4 in your... Uh, in, in the cabin of a plane, mm-hmm. it's another thing to have it. Lo- I don't want to yeah. risk any of my cons. I'm not doing that again this year when I fly anywhere for the holidays. Mm-hmm. So I'll just be doing strictly portable games. But uh, that probably Pokemans and Persona Four, uh, chiefly. But uh, what I always forget, always forget, because I do. I download most things to my Vita mm-hmm. when I'm traveling, mm-hmm. and I always forget when I'm in the air. Anything you got via PS Plus. You have to activate when you're connected to the internet. Oh, really? Really? It does not. If you're in a plane or an airport, it will not start. You cannot start that game. Just spend uh, forty-five dollars to use GoGo but in flight. The, no. <laughs> Sixty minutes of internet for only for only a Hamilton. Let's do this. Terrible internet. Oh, it's the worst. Uh, but it, it, I, I always I always forget about that, and it's like the third year in a row. I want to remind myself: just start. Every single PS Plus game I've ever had, because I don't know which ah. one I want to play. Do I want to play Stranger's Wrath or, <laughs> yes. or Day of the Tentacle Remastered? Like I don't know. Like, but it will again. Reminder: it will not start without the internet. Mm. It has to authenticate itself. Ooh. Um, I'm also planning on playing some Dishonored. Uh, I played a bit of it on the stream, but that that's the Emily playthrough. I've played a little bit further with uh, Corvo, and I kind of want to continue that. Stealth playthrough just because I feel so dirty for having uh, been so violent during the stream. And also Gears of War 4, uh, which I haven't really played since it came out. I love Horde mode. I I dread going back to the store. I just want to. Like, it's one of those things where it's like a weekend, that's enough for me to play the campaign and be caught up on I thought so too. Get bored real fast. Real fast. Me? Well, I know for funsies, I'm going to be playing with my Pokemans for review. I'm going to be. Gonna be doing some uh, Dragon Ball fusions. Uh, maybe if I can uh, get lucky, score an early review copy of Final Fantasy XV. Uh, that'd be that'd be fun yeah. to do. But uh, mostly, I'm going to be focusing on writing new articles for Gaming.moa. Patreon.com/slash/zerochan. Contribute money, please. I'm writing good <laughs> stuff. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get, do a build of a model. Uh, uh, but but word 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 words are hard. Yeah, <laughs> Final Fantasy 15 comes out right next week. Right? Yeah, the 29th. Oh, that's awesome. That's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll have all just started on it by the mm-hmm. time we record the next episode. <laughs> uh, so, what are you playing this weekend? Let us know. What are, are you, you playing? What are you playing? Why do you use you play? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Uh, first person to start the thread asking the question and answering it gets read first on next week's show. Or you can go to videogameapocalypse.com and answer under the comments for episode 190. That's our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Heidi, is there anything you haven't plugged? Um, well... Gaming.moe. Just my, my yeah, gaming.moe. Got some article plans. Uh, I have a. Uh, Are you talking about Japanese games, Moe? Well, actually, <laughs> uh, next article I have. Is, no, God damn it's it, gaming.moe. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't even plug myself without Chris being a shithead. Carl, <laughs> I'm Uncle Gaming.moe. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to be assembling a model kit based on a Sega arcade machine that I bought Ooh, from Japan, whoa. and. Nice. Uh, Gonna be showing a pictorial build of that. And, Spoiler: uh, It's gonna be boxy. <laughs> it's good. Is it? Is it though? I don't know. 
which one it is. Is it, is it going to be working? You're going to like put a Raspberry Pi in there? It's, it's gonna, I've seen some people do that. I'm not. I'm not nice. that technically it's the adept. Spherical afterburner. It will. It will come with its own Terminator Two Budnick. That would be amazing. That's what that kid will forever be known as. Terminator Two Budnick. Or Montana Max. He was really good. I think if I didn't live in an apartment, I would really like to live in one of those Jurassic Park arcade uh, cabinets where it's just like, <laughs> I can sleep in here. You can really stretch out in those things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then when I'm, when I'm bored, there's Jurassic there's Park shooter game. <laughs> Chris, I know you got stuff to plug. Uh, I, I don't. I just want, more want to fucking brag that like okay. the entire staff of Laser Time has been out the entire month. We will not miss a single podcast this Thanksgiving week. You will... You will get all five of your your daily shows. God throughout damn! The week. Yes, it will happen. Even this one, even this one, even no. thirty twenty ten, even uh, bonus time, even mm-hmm. laser time, which is best of bonus time in talking Simpsons. And this week is Marge versus the Monorail. It was a <laughs> tough episode to do in a short amount of time, but uh, I think we had a great time. If you haven't listened to Talking Simpsons, please do so. It's really really fun if you're a Simpsons fan and seen all these episodes before. And I really really want to plug Brett's video. Uh, the Final Fantasy logos casually explained because he's terrified of being declarative on the internet with people who are dicks because um, <laughs> he's never sure that he knows it. but Brett's really good at this he, he knows his lore and it's a really really fun video his Laguna lore is I don't get that but that's why I don't make these uh, I want to do more of those personally so if you could maybe subscribe to our channel we're going to have some uh, fantasy fight up over the weekend yeah. as well where we have a, a brand new Dishonored stream. Uh, we had a Watchdog Easter egg with Johnny Five in it, and we will put up a semi-sequel, which is me playing Bob Mackie uh, in a race, two Mario 64s side-by-side to see who is the better person, and Henry is there as well. And I don't think <laughs> I don't know when we'll ever get them on a video stream again, but they're both there. It's really fun. Please tune into that. Nice. And uh, there's Patreon. <clears throat> Patreon.com slash bone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Patreon.com slash laser time. Uh, if you support us at the $5 level, you get a weekly show bonus time where uh, this week I talk about my trip to Scotland mm-hmm. and the weird experience of uh, watching the election take place while I was going to sleep because uh, of the You're time difference one. and waking up to uh, presidency I didn't expect. Hmm. Uh, there's also uh, Monday Night Movies that we do a couple times every hmm. month. And uh, this we Monday we'll be Monday. doing uh, Star Trek. Star Trek for the Voyage Home. Yeah, the one set in San Francisco. It's the one I hated for so long. Like, no, this is really fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm looking I forward to nothing, it. I've... Nothing more than a movie that revels and like, we're going to go back to the present. Yeah. And the present is 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Spock, set it down in uh, Mission Hospital. But I imagine, I've never seen this movie, but uh, what, 1986 or something, mm-hmm. Star Trek? Uh, 1986 San Francisco is going to look just like uh, 2016 it San Francisco. It very much will. Yeah. And you will mm-hmm. very much realize that that is not Golden Gate Park. Ah. <laughs> At all. Is it actually Vancouver? It's just a set in Canada. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Well, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. And if you're looking for another avenue through which to get updates about Video Game Apocalypse's status, uh, like Laser Time on Facebook. There you go. Or is it Laser Time Show? I think it's Laser Time Show. Yeah, okay, so There's like- also a community channel that you can yeah. search for and have to. It's closed, but yeah. you're free to come in. You just have to ask permission. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah. Really, really fun. Just uh, don't talk about politics, but uh, have plenty of uh, shitty t-shirts to show us. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's wonderful. Yeah. All right, well, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Hooray!
one, postal workers go nuts. Mm-hmm. And, and, and two, that almost everybody who walks into a post office is there because they have no idea how to do what they want to do and don't mm. know what the price is. And whenever they hear the price, there's constantly yep. sticker shock. And it's, yep. it's, 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 he said, working at a place where you ship things is a miserable experience because everybody feels like, A, they shouldn't be there, B, they're paying too much, and C, everyone there doesn't know anything. And then it made me think about, like, oh, yeah, this is going to come at me with a... Through, through the hands of several human beings who use planes <laughs> and cars and trucks, and I'm like... Five dollars? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> not a, That's un-American. Yeah. 